Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to The Sane Show, the show about nothing and everything. I'm your host, Cliff. Today, I have on with us R&B artist Jasmine Safina joining us. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. Enjoying this Cali weather. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I gotta say, I wish I was there. I'm, I'm gonna get out there soon, though, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a piece of that weather as well. <laughs> it's um, so nice out here, man. <laughs> good, good. I'm happy to hear that. So I want to go ahead, you know, shout out the fans real quick. You know, thank you for everybody, you know, coming back to join us here on the same show. Everybody in all now 24 countries. Last time I checked. Uh, so shout out to all you guys, you know, listening and continuing to support the same show. Uh, be sure if you haven't done so already to check us out and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the same underscore show. That's S-A-N-E underscore show. And then you can find us on Facebook, the same show. So today we're going to talk about uh, the new wave of female R&B artists. I'm really excited about that. Uh, <laughs> and I'll wait to get into that one. And then we're going to talk about finding inspiration so you know i'm a creative jasmine's a creative so we're pretty much going to be giving you guys our opinions as far as finding inspiration and give you guys a little bit of insight to you know our process as far as finding inspiration for the content that we put out then followed by that we're going to have an interview with Jasmine, so you guys can learn a little bit about her, what she has going on, and she's also got a surprise for the listeners, so I'm excited about that as well. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. You know, new wave of female R&B artists, and, you know, kind of like I mentioned to you before the recording, you know, a lot of people, the individuals dominating the conversation right now, you know, SZA, her, LMA, but there's a lot of other female R&B artists or part of this new wave, you know, I, I would put you on that wave as well. But, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I really think that you guys are redefining R&B and not, and not, I'm not going to say like, you know, changing it up drastically or anything, but, you know, just bringing new flavor and taking and just, you know, staying true to the genre and making great music because, you know, I'm sure you heard a lot of the conversation lately when it's been, you know, comes to R&B, everybody's talking about the guys, especially, you know, Jacquees earlier this year talking about, you know, King of R&B. Are they, though? Are they really <laughs> talking about the guys when it comes to R&B? Really, though? Not now. <laughs> it, it just seems, you... I guess, me being a guy, you know, it, it feels like they're dominating the conversation, but... That's drama. That's not music. That's drama. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, I, I, again, I, I feel like when it comes to the women, like, they've really been kill, killing it, especially, I know, last summer, like, it was just, what, uh, Ella May and uh, with her songs that she had. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot think of them off the top of my head, but I just remember, like, I was vibing to that. Summer 18 was a, she was a killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, you know, the, the, the festivals and they're just, they're killing it. And prior to this conversation you know i was doing some research you know I'm, I'm i'm just interested to learn more about everybody and one of the things that i noticed even with the ones that i haven't mentioned is that everyone cited lauren hill as mm. influence and i, I guess is, is she one of the people artists that influenced you as well she definitely was a huge influence for me. Lauren Hill is just dope because, you know, not only was she a, a singer, but 
she was a, a rapper too, a dope ass rapper. You know, she had right. super duper bars. <laughs> you know, yeah. an amazing lyricist with an amazing voice, and and that's mm-hmm. you know why you know she wasn't is such an inspiration. You know, he put up the Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, you know that whole just movement of where R and B and hip hop kind of uh, they they stood like hand in hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I feel like they that that was the time for that. I kind of feel like it's that feeling's coming back, but it's just a little bit different. I don't know. Music music changes. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I definitely think it's it's coming back. And and I don't want to make this about Laura Hill, but just looking at some of these articles that I looked at, you know, it was about the the impact that she's had on the genre, especially like everybody was talking or everything you read talks about the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. That was like, I guess, groundbreaking. And, you know, just talking about, like you said, her and that group of, of women and, that, and the other artists that were part of that group during that time, taking and, you know, bringing all these different elements into the genre. And then also, you know, like they say, like she helped, you know, pioneer lyricism mm-hmm. into, you know, hip hop and, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this and I'm just like, wow, that's, that's very true. And I agree with you. Like, I feel like all, a lot of that stuff is coming back now and we're starting to see all these different elements within everybody's music. I even hear some of it in your music. You know, I was listening to Homesick and, Mm -hmm. you know, I hear some of these things and uh, I'm, I'm, I don't want (laughs) to ruin it for the listeners yet, even with some other music that I listen to by you that. I was hearing some of that that Lauren Hill stuff, so just like getting those those vibes. So I think it's really cool to to see that in music now, and that's why I feel like when it comes to the women, like they're holding true to what it actually is. You feel me? I mean, yeah, it's you know, it's hard being a black woman out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're right. For, you know, for real, and and. And and music is just you know another one of those those zones where it's it's male dominated. And mm-hmm. to be a woman in the game, you you gotta be you gotta be better. <laughs> you gotta be better all the way around, and then you gotta be cute on top of it. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's 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 hard. Women women just have to come harder when we mm-hmm. do this shit. Like it's it's either you you come across the girls that. Um, you know, are super duper sexy and, and they're lackluster when it comes to content, but you know, their looks might, you know, carry them over the top. And mm-hmm. then you have the women that put the work in that have, you know, the lyrical content that have the team making it possible for them, you know, as far as like production and all of that. And then they look good. They're sexy on top of that. And and then they're, they have to be good role models for the young, you know what I mean? It's just like, right. they're so many double standards just put on women and and artists that are women it's ridiculous so it's like you know for lauren to come she's not a an artist that was hypersexualized. she was a right. natural beautiful woman she was speaking some real stuff mm-hmm. in her songs and you know she was still sexy you know what i mean like she mm-hmm. she did it all and it's definitely you know, why wouldn't you have that as a blueprint as an artist? You know, right. I definitely agree. <laughs> why I not? I do. And honestly, 
you know, because I, obviously I'm a guy and I recognize that those things you were saying, you know, as far as like the, the struggle that women, especially black women have to experience being in the industry. So when I see women come across like Lauren Hill and some of these other artists that have come through and defied the odds or better yet gone against the grain mm-hmm. and staying true to themselves and not getting caught up in all that. Like I respect that because I know one of the things for me is always trying to understand those who are, for lack of a better term, you know, at a disadvantage compared to men. So and like trying to be more understanding and, you know, be more uh, respectful of those women that come into the game and that try to, you know, stay true to themselves and still have that same, if not higher level of success, not only to their other women, but their male counterparts that are doing the same thing. So, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all for it, <laughs> you know, because then they're like, yo, do you do, but as long as you make dope music or whatever, then it's all good at the end of the day. And I know one of the things I also thought about, you know, looking into this topic, because, you know, yeah, you know, a lot of people cited Lauren Hill, but then I just thought about it. I, I even like Googled a list of like, you know, female R&B artists and, mm-hmm. you know, it's so easy for, for people to forget like the, their history, I guess. You know, cause I'm, yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big believer in, you know, paying homage and, you know, that song, I cannot think of the name, let it go. Like, what more could I say? I wouldn't be here today if the old school didn't pave the way. So I think about that song and, but when I looked up all the uh, female R&B artists, Beyonce, you know, Janet Jackson, you know, Lauren Hill, you know, going back to Anita Baker, like Diana Ross, like all these people. And I'm just like, wow, like just to, and for me, it's always cool to see where things began and to see where they are today. Yeah. And I sometimes think about like, cause I, I love when they do those concerts or mm-hmm. even records where you got like an old school person and then you may got somebody, like, you know, you got people from different generations of music all on a track you know just doing something you know what i mean like I, I just, yeah I just that, like it's that supposed stuff. to be love like that you know yeah. what i mean it's it's supposed to be like that it's supposed to be you know the people before us they're supposed to be teachers and you know welcome mm-hmm. these new artists with open arms and and show them the way show them the right way to do it we can learn from their mistakes but it, it really ain't a lot of that out here people are scared to tell anyone new in because they're worried that they might lose their spot. But it's like, yeah. you know, instead of trying to be a gatekeeper, why don't you you let some some new people in and, and be known as as the one, you know, giving shine to all this talent. Be right. known as 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 a teacher to these artists, as as a known mentor, as somebody that that lifted and guided these people up. It, it's it's a lot of a lot of jealousy going around and it ain't it's not cute. <laughs> right. <laughs> you I know, agree. and it's it's discouraging, you know. I, I I talk about it a lot with my friends. Well, not a lot, but I talk about it with my friends. How I'm kind of hesitant to meet some of my idols. I'm not in a rush to to meet some of those women that inspired me to write and to sing because it's like, you know, they they might not accept me. And then, right. you know, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> right, I hear you. <laughs> I, I hear I, you. I'd almost just rather just love them from afar and and mm-hmm. and and let them inspire me from afar because we're all yeah. just 
human beings out here. I wish there was more camaraderie yeah. on both ends. I, I'm with you on that one. Because I, I think the thing for me that's cool, it's like so dope when you see someone who's a who's a legend who's been idolized and has influenced so many people and then you see that they pass the torch to somebody else right that has that that becomes just as successful and that's the coolest thing because i don't think people really see it from like a fan perspective when it's like yo he was dope now this person here that he's helped put in this position is dope too. Like that's mm-hmm. that's cool. And honestly, like thinking just from a uh, psychological perspective, you know, one of the things they talk about is called the Flint effect. You know, just the uh, the idea that the generation, the next generation, is smarter or somehow better than the previous generation. And I mean, in a sense, that's how it's supposed to be because you've learned from them. They teach, they give you the tools. You have, you know, if we're talking. Music-wise, like we have more at our disposal now than, than they did in the past. So naturally, we might be able to do some things that they weren't able to do. Right. So yeah, but again, this uh, with this new wave uh, female R&B artists, uh, I think is really dope. And all of you guys are, you know, in my opinion, killing it and putting out great music. So and then again, in remaining true to the genre. So it's it's just for me exciting to be here to to witness that and be like yo, this right here, I, you know, I rock with these artists right here. Okay, so want to go ahead and talk about the next topic: finding inspiration and. You know, I was just thinking about this. It's, it's, it's funny because I'll, I'll probably, <laughs> I'll get into in a little bit how, you know, I came up with this topic, but I was just thinking like, okay, you know, finding inspiration. And I, I figured it wouldn't be no one better to have a conversation with than another creative because, you know, you're writing music. I'm mm-hmm. a podcaster and, you know, I have to come up with content for all my recordings and so do you. And one of the things that, I think about sometimes, or or I actually thought about when putting together this episode was, you know, what that process, you know, what, like what goes into it and, you know, how does everybody do it? So before we like dive into it, like, I want to ask you, I guess, what, what does it look like for you? Like, how do you find your inspiration? Like, what does that mean (laughs) to you to find your inspiration as a, as a musician and a songwriter? That's, that's like such a like loaded question because there's not like one pure answer for that. You know what I mean? Like there's not like a, I can't give you like a step-by-step process on how I write a song because every time it's different. Yeah. You know, I pull inspiration from all different types of things. You know, it could be as simple as just being in a new place. I can pick up inspiration from other music that I hear, you know, people that I meet, stories that they tell me. It could be as simple as just like, something that I'm eating, like the the song Green Tea, that was, lit. I wrote that in 15 minutes. I'm chilling with my homies and I was sitting on the couch like, wow, I'm thirsty. And my boyfriend brought in a can of green tea and it made me so happy. And was I it wrote- Was an Arizona green tea? It was an Arizona green tea. <laughs> and, and 
I like he I he walked in with the green tea as I was sitting there, like, oh my God, I'm so thirsty. He just walked in with the green tea. <laughs> and I just I just wrote the song. Like, and that was that. It was done in 15 minutes. Lord. Like that, you know what I mean? But yeah. then like tracks off of homesick, you know, I'm in LA. I'm 3,000 miles away from my family and everything that's familiar to me. I'm super sad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those songs are, you know, just literally just pages out of my diary. I was going through a breakup out here all by myself, like just dealing with that. You know, a lot of that was just me writing in my diary while music was playing. Wow. And then, and then just structuring it into a song. As of lately, you know, I got a bunch of producer homies you know, we'll be hanging out. They'll be like, oh, I made some tracks that you might like, Jazz. And then I just turn my voice memos on and I just record whatever melody pops into my head when they're playing the music. And I go back later and I add the words. Like every time, every time it's different. Like I could be walking down the street and just a line pop in my head and I write it down in my notebook. And then, you know, I go back to it months later and write a song. It just, it's just, I don't know. I think it's more about how I feel when I'm creating what actually inspires me to create. You know what I mean? Because I might be inspired one day and, and not decide to act on it for another like two weeks. I gotta I gotta feel I have to feel safe. I have to feel I guess this is my answer right here. I have to feel safe and yeah. safe enough to to be open to any truths that might go down while I'm writing or while I'm recording. Because, you know, writing for me is such like an honest process. It's something, you know, it's really like my real true feelings. Sometimes I'm not ready to deal with certain things (laughs) and I'm not ready to write about it. I got to process it myself. You know, you can't talk about certain things. You got to like, you you get to that point where you're finally like, oh my God, I can talk to, talk about this without crying or without wanting to touch the wall. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I could, you know, want to write about something and then just, like, seeing those words on the paper, I'll just start crying. And I'm like, I can't deal with this right now. (laughs) I'll just, you know, I'll just wait. But because it's something that really happened, it was something, you know, I'll just kind of put that memory in my my bank or whatever, and I'll come back to it later. Kind of like a writing prompt, you know? Yeah. I'll come back to it later. Interesting to like draft it up, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll put we'll put a pin on that, so I'm ready to deal with it. (laughs) I feel you. Not ready. Not ready to deal with these truths yet. (laughs) You made me think about something. Yeah. When you were talking about, you know, you might be walking the line, might pop in your mind, you're popping your head, and you know, it's like it's the same thing for me. And it, but that made me think about something else. So. Cause like my cousin, you know, he's a producer and I know at the time he was working on, is trying to cook up something to present to like Maroon 5's uh, mm. team. I literally had a dream that like he made this really dope song and I called him and I'm sitting here trying to like remember the melody, but you know, it's just like, it's just crazy. Like you get these ideas cause I'm thinking like, okay, him, Maroon 5 and this, I'm like, he made this had a dream he made this really dope song for them and eventually i forgot it and i and i was kicking myself for it i'm like dude we might you might have had a number one hit but you know it's just me just just talking out of my out of my mind so but it's so funny you talk about like how you were saying 
in the beginning how there's not really like a step-by-step because it's different for everybody and you know when I was I was looking at something by psychology today and they were like you know eight ways to get inspiration and you know I'm looking at this other source you know 25 ways to get inspiration it's like it's, it's so different and but I look at the list and it's like basically you know just doing different activities and whatnot and I know for me like I'm like like you I can be walking around and, you know, I might look up at the sky and I might get some kind of idea, you know, by aha, oh, let's, you know, let's talk about that. Um, right. No, seriously. Yeah. It just pops in your head like that sometimes. Yeah. And those are the best ones sometimes. You know, it's just like, boom, oh, man, like you get this idea out of random. Because I know how it is with me. I know sometimes I'm out and I get an idea and I'm like, all right, I got to, like, put this in my phone or I got to write it down somewhere because I want to come back to it and, elaborate on that more or add to it or something you know like it's you know it's, it's, it's like the best thing ever what's the that voice recorder in your phone use i never use it memo. you have <laughs> it oh my god it's the best thing ever for like putting like how we're talking about just putting pens and stuff yeah you're walking down the street you don't have a pen and paper you literally just open up your voice memo and just talk to the freaking recorder and you just just spit everything out that's in your head and then you can go back and you write it all down and you build on it. It's the most amazing thing ever. I'm going to have to do that because I'm telling that's... you, like you don't have a friend like to, to vent it out to, you know, sometimes you got to yeah. sit down and like, Hey, I just need to bounce ideas. Forget all that. Open mm-hmm. up your voice memo. I mean, that's great too. But if you don't always have that luxury of just feeling able to, to bounce those ideas, open up yeah. your voice memo and just talk to yourself. Like, you know, in the movies and the science movies, the crazy scientists, that's what they do. Like, oh, it's June 21st, and I woke up and I had a glass of water, and I thought to myself, I'm going to take over the world, and I'm going to do it like this. And then they do it because they they recorded that first freaking idea that popped into their head. Like, you have to do it. It's, oh, my God. It's the most amazing thing ever. Is it the same thing with you when, like, you might be out of your, like, your physical creative space? And you just might be out somewhere hanging out or whatever, and something there gives you an idea. You're like, oh snap! Like I got it. Like you know, like you're, you know, you're you're out. Not even you might not even be thinking about whatever it is you're working on, but you just happen to be in a in a in a spot that triggers your brain to have an idea, and for you to like take that and run with it and use it and whatever it is you're doing. I know that happens with me sometimes. Like I'm, I'm trying to just hang out, have a good time. And then while I'm out, I, I might zone out for a few seconds. And in that time, something out there just sparked an idea or, you know, inspired me to want to do this or that or whatever. That's why you have to use your voice memo to, to lock <laughs> it down because you're not going to have that pen and paper. You know what I mean? If you're out sure. at the club, I'm so serious right now. Like, I know I sound crazy, like, pushing this voice. But, like, for real, like, I told you when me and my homies are hanging out and they play beats yeah. for me, I might not have my notebook with me. I might not even be, like, in the right headspace to actually, like, write something. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll just start singing whatever melody pops into my head. And I'll go back and I'll add the words later. Oh, Walking down the street. Cool. It's so, it's like a puzzle. <laughs> it's so much fun. Walking yeah. down the street. You know, I might like hear a beat in my head or like a bass line. I'll pull open my voice memo and I'll record it. And then I'll just start like building whatever words, whatever. Like I might start beatboxing. I've literally, literally like so many dozens and dozens of just voice memos of just like 
dumb stuff. Like if somebody were to steal my phone and go through the, my voice memos, they'd be like, what the hell is wrong with this chick? Because it's a bunch <laughs> yeah. of, it's a bunch of recordings of me going like, mm, do, 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 do. <laughs> just like making, making noises and just like stuff that I hear. And I go back to my producer friends and I was like, yo, I had this idea. It sounds like this. And then I'll just like pull the voice. Cause you're not going to remember, you know? And if you do remember, it's going to be like a watered down version. It's not going to be as sure. awesome as that first idea that popped in your head. You know what I mean? Right. Out with your friends, you're out at a party. You, you can't wait till you get home to be like, Oh my God, I thought of this really dope thing when, you know, the bartender handed me this drink. I'm just going to wait to write about it when I get home. No. <laughs> lock down that fresh ass idea i'm telling you man your instinct is like always the best thing to go with for real that's true like, it, it's the most natural response for a reason you and, are you're right about that i will agree bro you gotta lock it down and you know i get a that's a that's why i i love music so much because I draw a lot of inspiration just listening to songs. I, I actually like have music that it might just be like instrumentals, but just mm-hmm. something about the vibes that it's giving me mm-hmm. it helps me generate ideas, especially like, I don't know, like synths and, you know, all these like electric mm-hmm. uh, sounds that are being created by whoever the artist is, like that kind of stuff. And so I can only imagine what it would be like to be a recording artist and having something like that, you know, a melody or a bass line pop into your to your mind. Like, I, that's got to be the coolest feeling right there. Like, I, I'm just sitting here as you're talking, just kind of imagining, like, what that would feel like. Because that's dope, because especially when you take that and you make a song out of it, because I, the closest I got to it was when I created the or I, I teamed up with a producer and created an intro or a little track for the same show. And I just remember we're sitting there for like two hours and just coming up with stuff. And then like, oh, you know, as you go along in the, during the production, it's like, okay, I got, oh, no, all right, let's do this. You know, like it's, a, it's the, it was the coolest process. And, you know, again, like the, I know what inspired that was a, a song by Roy, uh, Royce Banyan, and mm-hmm. which is like kind of like a electric kind of song. No, well, there are lyrics, but it's more instrumentals than lyrics. A song by Nipsey Hussle. Because I said, mm. I, had, I had him listen to the two songs, and I said, hey, these are the, this is the vibe I'm going for. You feel me? Like, I want, so, like, I want to have a little subtle vibe, but, like, something kind of spacey. And then I said, I wanted to have, like, that, that urban, you know, like, little upbeat vibe from, that I got from this Nipsey Hussle song. So, it was a song off of, uh, victory lap and that's how (laughs) that's how the same show intro came to be so for anybody that listens that's dope yeah (laughs) i'm like this is what i'm uh, literally i'm like this is what it must feel like to be a recording artist they must you know it might be similar for you i'm thinking it might be similar for artists that when they're putting together you know they're teaming up with a producer and you know creating a fresh beat you know it's probably a similar process just sitting there in the lab playing around with different things trying to find because you know what you you want to feel it because mm-hmm. having been a musician i know all about that like you got to feel whatever it is you create because i said i want i always tell people like i want whatever it is i want this to be representative of me 
and how I might be feeling at that point in time. And, and it's the same thing with, with this podcast. Like, I went, whatever I come up with, everything has to be repre- not exactly representative of me, but it has to, not only does it have to flow and make sense, but I have to believe in whatever it is at the end yeah. of the day before I green light it and say, oh, okay, we're going to talk about this today. <laughs> that was funny. So I want to uh, go ahead and ask you a few questions just to let the listeners learn a little bit about you, what you got going on and some of the other things in the works. So my first question to you, how have you grown from homesick to in that transition to your new project, your album that you're working on? I'll say the biggest, <laughs> the biggest change from homesick to what I'm doing now is that I'm happy. <laughs> Word. I am. I'm happy. That's. That's probably the, the biggest, biggest factor in, in all of this is, is that I'm happy. I was not happy when I was writing Homesick. <laughs> so in terms of Homesick, Pinky Swear, tell me about that. That's actually my favorite song. It's the only happy song on the freaking <laughs> EP. <laughs> but um, <laughs> for real, though, it is. But um, Pinky Swear... It's actually, um, it was the first song that I did with Wrist, and Wrist, I did the whole project with him. I did all of uh, Homesick with Wrist. We had met, funny enough, we met like two days before we recorded the track at this uh, party. A mutual friend introduced us and was like, hey, you're from North Carolina, he's from North Carolina, y'all both make music, come on, let's, let's make something awesome happen. And so um, the next day, he sent me the music for that. And like a couple hours later, I sent him, I sent him this, uh, this video recording of me singing the song. I was like, this is what I have so far. It was like a video that I did from my laptop. And then I came over the day after that and, and recorded the track. And he started playing me some beats. And I was like, yo, you're really dope. Let's, uh, let's work on some more stuff. And we ended up doing a whole track together we actually did we did nine i want to say we recorded nine or ten tracks but only put six on the ep but it was it was yeah it was a dope a dope experience okay cool so in terms of your your album you know you say mm-hmm. you're not sad anymore which i'm happy mm-hmm. to hear <laughs> <laughs> what caused the shift i guess like what what helped you Having a good group of people around me, I i mean, they were the same group of people around me when I wrote Homesick, but just maintaining, you know, those friendships and, and yeah. strengthening those relationships and, you know, learning to love myself and, you know, accepting that, that I'm worthy of, of being treated well and with respect and, <laughs> you know, that, that I'm a queen and all of that. And it just... I don't know. I just, I feel good. And I want to make music that, that reflects that. I'm all for that. Well, the listeners don't know, and I did my best to keep it from them. And I'm glad I did, because I've been wanting to tell them. So we're actually mm-hmm. doing something different on the same show this time. Uh, Jasmine actually has a, uh, I'm going to call it a gift and surprise. I'm going to mm-hmm. let you guys, or she's going to let you guys hear uh, her single off of her new album. It's called Do It. So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to play that. 
let you guys get the first listen on the same show. Let's do it. Why don't you do it, baby? Back up all that shit you've been talking. Come on and prove it, baby. You say you're the man that'll make me go crazy. Paint my toes, shave my legs, get dolled up, brush my hair. production i got 90s vibes from it too definitely hip-hop and like it like you said 
it's different. It's, it makes me happy when artists do something different, especially <laughs> when I feel like it worked out well on this track. Like, and so I thought it was pretty dope, you know, especially like how it starts. And because when I first heard, when I first heard, it, I was like, okay, I knew it was going to be different just based on the opening beat. Mm-hmm. You know, get into the song. I'm like, okay, okay, you know. And I, I can, I'm even envisioning like one of those '90s style music videos to go along yeah. with it. And you know, and so I, I'm just loving it all around the background vocals Thank and you. you know the, the harmonizing and you know even from you know you going from vocals to you know rapping and I'm like, yo, okay, that was that was dope. Like that was smooth. <laughs> You know, that's what was giving me the, the Lauryn Hill vibes. Yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, and then even the closing of the song, like with the same, you know, just how it opened, it closed out. So I thought that was pretty dope. It, it, to me, like, it's like one of those things where you unwrap it and then you close it back up. So it's like you, you, you took it out of the box and now we're done. Put it back in the box, close it up. That's it. So I, I, I thought, so what, what, <laughs> what inspired that song? Well, okay. So like, it's one of those instances where, you know, I was dealing with some things and I wasn't ready to process it. And I decided to put a pen on it, right? Put a pen on it and, you know, hanging out with some of my friends. We're up in the studio and we're just kind of kicking it and we're like, hey, let's, let's make a beat. So we all just start like messing around with the boards and coming up with ideas for sounds and stuff. You know, they, they start getting carried away with that. And I just start writing and I, you know, I start getting into my feelings for a little bit. And, and it's yeah. just, it's really like, um, I'll say I, I got a lot of my inspiration from Freakum Dress, okay. from Freakum Dress. You know, it's like, you know, man acting up. You can go out with your girls, you gonna look good, you have a good time, you gonna mm-hmm. feel good, you gonna get a little bit of attention from some people that you don't know, and then you can go home to your man yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and go back <laughs> and be in love again. But all the while, you telling your man, you know, while I'm gone, you need to you need to think this stuff over because this ain't this isn't gonna work for me. Uh feeling like this is not gonna work. So I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna have a good time and you're gonna stay here. And you're gonna, you're gonna think about <laughs> you're gonna think about what you've done or what you haven't done. And um, you know, when I come back, we'll we'll get that together. Listening to that, I got that vibe. Like, all right, she getting bucked. Like, <laughs> like, like, yo, it's about to go down. Like, yeah, I'm calling, like, I'm calling you out. It's just right. literally, it's it's not me leaving and and coming home and just pretending it's cool. Like, yeah, I'm calling you out, and then I'm gonna leave. And have a good yeah. time, and then come back yeah. and, and and give you a real opportunity to, to think about this. Yeah. Like you are gonna see how good I look as I walk out this door, but you're still here. <laughs> yeah. That's, and uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, come on, you gotta step up. That's that's really that's really all it is. You gotta step up. Yeah. And then you... it's for the ladies to let them know, like it's, it's nothing wrong for telling these dudes, like, yo, gotta step up, or I'm going to leave you. <laughs> Yeah, you you own you own that track for sure. I will say Thank that. You. And <laughs> Thank you. for me, it's kind of a two. It, when you have a simple production like that, it can be a double edged sword at times because it, it can work. It, it can work for you or it can work against you. And there are some artists whom I won't name for the sake of not having to get into a debate. <laughs> but right. their productions are simple, but the lyrics to me just don't, or the flow just doesn't stand up strong enough to. I guess you're letting, you're letting the music carry them, is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. 
Where with this song, I felt like your lyrics and the flow did just that. And, you know, it, it, it was great content as well. So, I mean, I was like, it's simple. The production is simple. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's not what you're listening for anyway. So when the lyrics can carry the song, the flow can carry the song. I was satisfied. I'll definitely be listening yeah. to that when we're done with this. <laughs> I can, uh, yeah, it was it was great. I enjoyed it. I appreciate you taking and allowing the same show listeners to, to get a sneak peek of that. So I'm, I'm I can only be or I can only imagine what's going to come on the album. So appreciate you, you know, again letting us hear that on the same show. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm excited for the album. <laughs> yeah, we all are. <laughs> I know you, you know, I know you kind of mentioned your, you know, uh, these, your friends again, but I guess like specifically, who are some of the people, you know, that have been uh, helping you along the way more so musically? I mean, really, I'm one of those weird people that uh, I can only be friends with people that I work with. <laughs> no, 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 but, um, but most, most of my friends, I do, I do work with them. I mean, that's kind of, how it happens as an adult when you live somewhere that you didn't grow yeah. up, <laughs> you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I hang out with a lot of artists. I hang out with a lot of uh, producers. I hang out with a lot of promoters and curators and photographers and cu- just creatives of all sorts. Mm-hmm. And most of us are transplants, you know? A lot of us aren't from LA. Uh, there are a couple that are, but most of the people I hang out with, they're not from LA. So we're we're all from out of town. We've come to this this big place. I've been lucky enough to come across a good peop a good amount of people where they all have you know good intentions and we're all hard workers and you know good musicians and photographers and we're just out here grinding together. And with that, you know, we all have our insecurities and you know our, our things that we have to deal with and. You know, on top of the musical stuff, you know, we take care of each other personally and we're we're each other's chosen family. And a lot of uh, me writing homesick was because I, I felt like I was far away from my family. And so I, I had to to create one out here. Yeah. You, gotta, you can't you can't do it by yourself. So right. it, it's it's all it's yeah, they help me musically, but it's, you know, my personal life to it all. It all goes together hand in hand. You know, just, just got a good group of people around me. What's next Shit. for Jasmine Safina on, on top of your upcoming album? What what else is in the works for you? Um, so I've dropped this track, Do It. Um, I'm working on a couple of visuals for the next uh, couple of tracks that I'm going to drop. And then, um, you know, hopefully we'll have the album ready to present for you guys okay. <laughs> it's well, really, really i mean the, for yeah. for the album's done you know it's it's pretty much done um of course there are like some tweaks and things but it's like i don't know i mean you can i could always drop 12 tracks with no budget behind me or i could you know drop one or two and work and find that money <laughs> you know right and and be able to drop it to a wider range of people be able to do even more with my music i'm, I'm working on this whole patience thing <laughs> <laughs> you and i both <laughs> you know, I, was... I really want to drop all of this music but i'm just like oh, 
just gonna wait. Just gonna wait. Just gonna mm-hmm. wait. It's well, been yeah, definitely. You know, keep me posted with the release date. Now, I'll definitely, you know, share with everybody that follows the same show. Yeah, yeah. So that you know they can stay on top of it and everything. Yeah, the album. When I know a date, you will know a date. Great, great. I'll be looking. I'll be looking for that. So, you got any uh, social media or uh, any uh, pages where the listeners can take and uh, follow you and check out your music? Absolutely. The best way to keep up with me and my music: follow me on Instagram, Jasmine Safina. J a z m e n s a f i n a. I'm also on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, um, but the best way to keep up with my music is Instagram. Twitter, I just talk shit, and Facebook, I just <laughs> use that so my family knows that I'm alive. So Instagram, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Word. So you guys heard her. Um, make sure you go follow her, check her out, and stay on top of her music. She's really dope. And again, you you heard do it. So uh, make sure also to go listen to Homesick and uh, listen to the Green uh, Tea track. You can find what on iTunes, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, Tidal, yeah. Amazon. Tidal. Oh, you on Tidal, you big time. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on getting that uh, that Pandora one uh, slot so we can start having some Jasmine Safina radios out here. Hey. Yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> I'm I'm really curious to see like once you know I'm not there yet. I guess you have to have a certain number of streams. I'm not that type of popping yet, but I'm really looking forward to seeing like when I do reach that level of popping. What other mm-hmm. artists are on my radio? You know, like who's gonna like set like you know on my Spotify artist profile like sounds like like what artists right. are gonna be in that little box? You know, right. I mean, I really don't care, but, like, I'm yeah. just curious, you know? Like, no I just wonder that. when people hear me, who who they put me beside. Because I know who I put myself beside, but I just, I wonder what <laughs> everybody else hears when they hear me. <laughs> cool. <But. you> know. <laughs> well, I'm, I will ask you that. But we'll say, we'll, we'll have that conversation another time as far as who you put okay. yourself beside. <laughs> oh, we'll, um. I'll have to have you back on the on the same show um, in the sure. future, definitely. So I do, again, I do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to come on the same show. It's definitely fun talking to your dope artists. You know, keep supplying that dope music. I tell all my artists, people that, you know, keep, so yeah, keep supplying that dope music. And thank you again uh, for uh, letting us have a listen of Do It. Uh, again, everybody, it is now. streaming. Yes, Stream it's now it. streaming. Download it. You know, listen, you know, again, it's available on, on pretty much every streaming platform. So if wherever, whatever you listen to music on is on there, so go download it. Do it by Jasmine Safina. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you again, Jasmine. I definitely want to have you back on in the future. Uh, this is Same Show episode 34, show about nothing and everything. And until next time, you know, thank everybody for listening and continue to show your support for the same show. So until next time, we're out. Yeah.